the center of the universe and the Thrive15.com world headquarters. Let's go! Presenting the world's only business school without the BS with optometrist and entrepreneur Dr. Robert Zellner and the Forest Wall Business Administration Entrepreneur of the Year in your ear, Clay Clark. It's the Thrive Time Show. Three, two, one. Boom, boom, boom. Guess who's back inside your room? He is I and I is him. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year, and I am honored. I am I'm beyond honored. I am I'm humbled. I'm all, all of the things people say when they receive an award. I am excited to be here with you today because I know that when you learn from the truth canon that is Dr. Zellner, your life cannot help but to be improved. And I'm being serious because what's happened is, is Dr. Z has been in business so long, he has sort of an intuitive (laughs) knowledge. And I mean this though, if you watch a a skilled um, musician, they get to a point where they can improvise. They get to a point where they no longer have to look at the lyrics, right? But when you first start playing the piano, you're worried about what key do you hit? What chord do you hit? What, what words do you say? But once you see a skilled uh, a professional musician in their element, once they've developed mastery, they can improvise. And that is what he's able to do in the world of business. He goes from industry to industry, and he doesn't hop like week by week, minute by minute, no get rich quick, but he's been able to go from optometry to auto auctions to durable medical equipment companies, to a diagnostic sleep laboratory, to an online education platform, to banking, to et cetera. And he just continues to win. And, and Dr. Uh, uh, Zellner has been described to me by Sean Copeland, who is the, the founder of Regent Bank, as a man who has the golden touch. And so you have to ask yourself today, is he lucky or does he just know the moves? So Dr. Z, I want to ask you, are, are you lucky or do you just know the moves? Wow, after an introduction like that, that is, uh, that's awesome. But I tell you what, you know, you, the harder you work, I have found the luckier you get. The more you stay to the, to the proven path, and that's what we're about today, and all the shows that we do here on the Thrive Time Show, giving you practical business information for those of you out there. You know, Forbes comes back that, you know, about two out of three of you want to start or grow your own business, and we are here to help you do that. That's our heart. That's what we want. We don't want an 80% fail rate as published by Forbes. We don't want people, their lifelong dreams and, and savings, and now they're in debt because they borrowed money to start this business and it failed. We don't We don't want that. We don't want it. We don't want that. So you say, why are you on the show two hours a day? Why did you build this platform? Why are you doing in-person workshops? Why are you now building a team of business coaches that can do one-on-one business coaching? Because we want you to succeed. Really, that's our heart. I mean, Clay one right of me. He was the SBA uh, entrepreneur of the year back in 2007 10 years ago 2007 yeah, yeah 2000, 2007 as a kid you know I have a saying Clay and it goes something like that. It goes people change seldom but I will I will tell publicly right now that you are probably the young man that I have seen change the most in your life I remember when you kind of skulked into my office back when your wife was working for me and you were like the definition of punk I, I, I mean well, I would pull up in my Mazda MPV with my subwoofer and I'd have a song like this cranked up and you're out there trying to see patients and I'd have that, 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 that subwoofer cranked up so that way oh, yeah. everyone had to hear the music that I wanted to the hear. The building shook. Yeah, and so you'd be trying to conduct business as usual. I'm waiting for my wife in the parking lot, but I don't have the common courtesy to turn it down. Now I turn it up and it's just... Oh yeah, so annoying. Just so annoying. And you're trying to see patients and... Right, if you come in here, you have all these baggy clothes, loop earrings, you kind of skulked around, you look like you're ready for a... You just wanted to pick a fight with anybody that wanted to walk up to you. <laughs> And then fast forward years years from that, you you got mentorship. 
Yep. You got mentorship. And through that mentorship, um, you know, you you cleaned up your appearance. You started wearing suits. You you became you you became just a, a study of business. I mean, you just you just devoured everything that was business. Sixteen you, years of suits, my man. You seeked out you seeked out mentors and you you harassed them till they would meet with you. I know I was one of them, and you just were very purposeful in wanting to change and then changing. And so, if you're listening out there and you say to yourself, "Man, I, I know a guy who could really use this, but he'll never change," that's not the case. I know people change seldom. But Clay, I will, I will admit, and you are, uh, when you pitched me with this idea of doing Thrive15.com, this scaling business coaching, I thought, you know what, this will work because there's not a better business coach in the world than Clay Clark. He has helped so many people succeed. And we always laugh about, we're always like talking about why some do and why some don't. It's because the ones that succeed follow the playbook we give them. They walk down the path we give them. We give them step-by-step step things oh, to do. We have made a book. It's a 13, it's, we have a 13-point business system. We give you the playbook at our workshops. It's not rocket science, unless, of course, the business you're wanting to build is rocket yeah. science. And I, I, mean, I, have tell, I tell people this because people ask all the time, okay, well, what businesses have you worked with? So I tell people, you know, it's well-documented on Google. I've worked with Maytag University, um, worked with uh, U- UPS, you know, the, the brown guys, right? I've worked with, um, May, you know, Hewlett-Packard, I mean, O'Reilly Auto Parts, all these big companies. But I'm more proud of the small businesses because uh, Launch Academy here in Tulsa, yeah. he was a school teacher. And you tell me if you can follow the math here. He has a membership model where your first month of uh, tutoring is free. But then after that, it's month to month. And I think it's $499 a month. And a lot of kids can't get into college. They can't pass tests because they don't have that one-on-one mentorship because there's like 25 kids in the class. So as a school teacher, it was hard for him to watch that. So he reached out to me. He was a former employee of ours. And he said, hey, back when I owned the DJ company called DJ Connection, he says, hey, I have this vision. I have this dream. Could you help me? So we helped him uh, build a viable business model, helped him do his marketing, taught him his search engine um, optimization, his online ads, his Facebook marketing, his retargeting ads, his mobile compliance, his accounting. And he just passed 52 members today, 52 members who are on average paying $500 a month, and it's he and three. So he and four guys. And you're talking about 50, you know, 52 people who are paying $500 a month. That's $26,000 of gross revenue divided by these four people. So I don't know what he's paying himself. I don't know the details. I'm not going to divulge all the secrets on the air. But the point is, he's now achieved the financial dream, and he did all of this in a, in, in a little over a seven-month period. Broadcasting live from the center of the universe, you're listening to The Thrive Time Show. So now he's a teacher who's actually getting paid like an entrepreneur, but he can teach kids the way he wanted to be taught, the way he wanted to teach. I mean, see, that's the kind of stuff, that, that's what fires us up. That's what fires us up, and that's what just makes our heart go, yay! Yes! You know, I tell you what, whenever I, um, one of our last shows, if you know, we, you can always go back, we always put them on podcast form on Thrive Time Show. So if you if you catch part of a show and you don't catch all of it, or you think, oh, I, want, I was driving, I want to take notes, you can always go to Thrive Time Show. We put them all up there podcast. You, you could spend all weekend binge listening to them. I mean, you could. You could. I mean, you could. You know, we wouldn't stop you. Or you could share with friends. It's free. So why not? Get on there. Get on there and listen to them. But you were talking the other day about how entrepreneurs are curious. You know, Absolutely. They're, they're curious. And that curiosity is what kind of drives them. The questions that they ask and the questions that they do. So here you have a school teacher going, you know, I don't like that. I, I see a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. 
and I'm going to come up with a solution to a problem. And that's what entrepreneurship is. And and then you go, how do I do that? What does that look like? Who do I find to help me? You know, what do I do? Do I go to four years of business school to try to get a plan to to fix this? You don't know. You come to us, thrive15.com, in-person workshops. Oh, our next one's coming up here pretty soon, by the way. And uh, one-on-one business coaching, and then of course this podcast on Thrive Time Show. What's fun about our workshop is it's it's uh, interactive, it's engaging. You can ask any questions you want. Um, there's we don't rush through things. It's very in-depth. It's 15 hours of power, uh, and the topic is you helping you grow your business. We live we leave no stone unturned, and, and and so today we're talking about something that so many of you thrivers have asked us about, and it's how do you guys focus? You know how how do you uh, Dr. Z, with hundreds of employees, how do you focus? And so I'm just going to be very, very transparent with the thrivers out there. Um, elephant in the room, we just passed 3,400 members. There's 3,400 members, um, but we have, you know, 6,500 some odd customers, and it's, it's growing and growing and growing. And uh, we mess up about 1% of the time. I wish we didn't ever mess up. Yeah. yeah. And, and we really, really work hard. So if someone on our team messes up, they have to go back into training. Uh, we have a mystery shopper that works every every single day. A we, we, mystery shopper. We're paying a That's customer mysterious. to spy on our on, on, on our team, mm. and they're trying to catch us doing things well and things we could do better. Um, but yet, you, when you have that many customers, you know you almost you could become reactive. And Z, at your optometry clinic, I mean, you see hundreds and hundreds of patients a week, maybe thousand patients of uh, patients a week. I mean, it's a lot of patients. It's a lot of patients, and you're right. You're you're always going to drop the ball in a in a. a you know, business is measured by not, you know, on the 99 point whatever percent or 99% we'll call it that things go well, right? right it's right, the right. 1% that doesn't go well that you have to fix or you have to, you know, you have to work through the problem because as long as you have these things called humans working for you, ah. it, they're a thing. I can't do a non-human business. You can't. You, you can do <laughs> just because you're part robotic, Clay Claytron, <laughs> does not mean. But my favorite part is when you go mystery shop and you come into the Thrive headquarters. You've got this really ganked hair, and I'm like, look at you going, dude. What's what's up, Yoda? Oh man, Yoda, high end. Hey, men's hey, hey, check it out. Lounge. It happened again. This happened at Floyd's in uh, in in uh, Denver. The lady, she's cutting my hair. I'm mystery shopping her, and she just took a chunk out of my mop. Oh, and oh she my says, gosh. oh, uh, oh. Like that, oh, she says, oh, and I'm going, you know, whenever the person cutting your hair says, oh, oh you oh. kind of, you kind of, what, what, what do you mean, oh, and she's, yeah. oh, I just, I'll need to kind of bevel that, and you realize I don't have a whole lot of mop left to chop, lady. I mean, we're getting down to the, dude, you got a bunch. Now, me, on the other hand, I, I treasure every last one I have up there. <laughs> now, now, here, here's the deal, Thrive Nation. We're talking today about again focusing, and I want everyone to grab a sheet of paper, grab a, uh, a, a maybe an etch a sketch, grab a notepad, because we're going to get deep into it today about how you. Focus in a world where you're constantly distracted, where there's so many pressures upon you. How do you do it? So I'm going to read you a notable quotable Z from Steve Jobs, and I would love for you to unpack it. So F, the F of focus, okay? Focus stands for focus on core tasks until success. Someone should write that down. Focus on core tasks until success. So F, people think focus means saying yes to the thing you've got to focus on. This is Steve Jobs. But that's not what it means at all. It means saying no to the hundred other good ideas that there are. You have to pick carefully. I'm actually as proud of the things we haven't done as the things I have done. Innovation is saying no to a thousand things. Z, what is Steve Jobs talking about? But I tell you what, a lot of people ask me, I'm so glad that they started that show Shark Tank. Yeah. You know, you've, you've seen it, you know. Oh, yeah. And uh Mark Cuban's on there and the other guys, um, a couple of gals on there. And then people come on the show and they pitch them their idea. 
and some they say yes to, and some they say no to. And when that show started, I was like, that that's that's what that's a lot of my day right there. I, I carve out some time, and people come in and pitch me. They know I'm an entrepreneur. They they want me to be an investor, or a partner, or they want me to write them a big check. They come in like, hey bro, you know I got this uh, bro. this great idea for a coffee shop, bro. It's gonna be awesome, bro. Just need 250k, man. No big deal. No big deal, man. I revolutionize. I revolutionize the whole game and just 250,000. Bro, coffees. You know, Star. I mean, Starbucks billion dollar company, bro. Come I'm gonna on. make Meta coffee. It'll be above all the coffee. <laughs> yeah. So they come in, they Shark Tank me, and 98 percent of the time I say no. No, no, oh, no, no. Why no. do you say no? It just seems like such a mean thing to say. I had a guy. Oh, just so mean, so explosive. I had a guy today, and you, know, you could do the different moves. I mean, there's several moves you do when this happens, right? There's right. the one move where you say, I need more information. Uh, where's your business plan? You give them hoops to jump through, and you know 99% of the time they're not going to come back. So that's, that's one move. That's one move. The other move is, you know, um, let me think about it, right? That's, right. that's, that's basically saying... I'm just kind of a, I'm going to tell you no right now, right? Uh, <laughs> okay. And then the third move is just look him in the face and say, I have no interest and I do not want to do that at, at all. And that's been a powerful person. You're sitting there, you know, and they pitch you the deal and then you, you know, you, for whatever reason, you let them have access to you. And then you have to try to figure out how to keep, um, how to keep, you know, trying to be nice about saying no, but you know what, you, you just being firm and not, I mean, you don't have to yell at him, get up and swing a bat at him. No, get out of my office. No, you just, you're just firm with him. You look him in the eye and you say, you know what? I have no interest in doing that. So, Thrivers, I want you to get a sheet of paper right now, and I want you to write down your F6 goals, your goals for your faith, your goals for your family, your goals for your finances, your goals for your fitness, your goals for your friends, and your goals for your fun. When we come back, we're going to help you get there. Stay tuned. ThriveTimeShow.com. I'm Ken P. Lott, and I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Professional painting by Ken. Uh, quite a bit of stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff I know that I needed to do but didn't know how to do it. Uh, Web page, uh, how to hire people, sales, uh, making a schedule, making programs. I mean, just a lot of stuff. I mean, it's overwhelming, but it's good stuff that you can actually put to practice right away. It's a lot different than I expected. Uh, been to different workshops and uh, you're just waiting for the sales punch, you know, and they give you ideas and stuff, but it's always 10 years down the road when you can actually apply the stuff that they're trying to promote. And this is not like that at all. It's very ground level, help you start a business and maintain and grow a bigger business. I like it a lot because he makes you feel comfortable makes you laugh so it opens you up to receive and hear better. Uh, this is great. It's a lot of interaction. You, you can ask him questions, you can help, he can, I mean if you don't understand something he can explain it more. So it's very, very helpful. I mean, it's, they're missing a lot because uh, a lot of businesses uh, probably do some of the steps that he's teaching but there's so much they can learn and to easy steps that they'll grow their business even better. It's not like any other workshop I've ever been to. Um, it's very laid back and a lot of information and it's a comfortable setting. It's, it's awesome. It's a really good, good experience.
All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back into the conversation, the audio dojo of Mojo, where we put on a show for yo. The reason why we do it is because we want to help you grow a successful business. And I'm going to tell you what, um, I had a very unfortunate uh, encounter uh, recently with somebody that ended, ended well. I guess it was, a good, it was a good encounter. I'm putting a positive spin on it, but it started off bad. There was a Thriver who attended one of our in-person workshops. And he was attending the University of, I don't want to be specific, I don't want to rip a certain school uh, in Tulsa, but we'll just say it has three initials and it's a junior college in town. He was about 15 grand in, and at no point did they ever really discuss business. Here he's going to business school, Wow! but at no point were they talking about, they're talking about humanities and social science and psychology, and he pointed out, he says, hey, I've learned more uh, with you guys uh, being on the show and just coming to your, your workshop in 15 hours than I've learned in the entire year and a half I've been to college. And I said, well, what are they teaching you at college? And he says, well, basically, um, they're just not getting into the specifics of how to start or grow a successful company. And so Z, his mind exploded, and now this company is called the Urban Lunchbox. That's the, and that's the lunch that I'm actually ordering now. Oh, you've been telling me about that. Yeah, so how does that work? What's up with that? Well, if you're a busy person and you want to eat healthy, it's so hard to make good choices with the food. And so now for, uh, I think it's at Marshall's, like $11 a meal or something like that, you can have the food delivered directly to your office, and now you can say, hey, I want to get a nutritious meal, and it's just going to show up. And it's, it's amazing how that works, but it's, it's a deal of like he had the idea – a year and a half into going to college, they never talked about how to do it. He wow. came to a workshop. Two weeks later, it's a viable company, mm. and now he has real customers. I don't, I'm not sure how many people he has subscribing it, maybe 25, 30 people, and he's growing it. He's getting feedback, and I'm telling you what, he's in it, but that's the kind of stuff that you don't learn at business college. That's just awesome. That's why we're doing what it is we're doing. That's why that in-person workshop is the probably the best $500 you'd ever spend in your life. I mean, you come out, it's two days of power. We go over all kinds of things. You can go on thrivetimeshow.com and you can look at click on the click on the little button says the um, in-person workshop and then you can have all your questions answered. Um, you know, what do they teach? What's it like? When, when does it start? Where are the dates? Where, where can I stay? I mean, just all these things. If, if you have more, you can call us or email us and we will make sure and get you on board. And the other thing is you, the, the best part of that. And this really shows our heart is that we have scholarship money available. If you're out there saying. I'm tight right now. I just had a medical emergency. I just wrecked my car. Just I just got a huge direct TV bill. I just got just got a my phone bill. I was down in Cabo and I was texting. I Downloaded all the Bruno player. Mars songs on uh, iTunes. Just oh, very boy. tragic time. Um, and you you need some help with it. We've actually had some local businessmen um, contribute to that fund, and so we have some money set aside to offer scholarships. Um, for those that need it, because we want you to change your life. We want you to have financial freedom and time freedom. And that's what you get with a successful business. So Thrivers, if we're talking about the magic of focus, the F stands for focus, okay? You want to make sure that you focus, you know your F6 goals, your goals for your faith, your goals for your family, your goals for your finances, your fitness, your friendships, right? And fun. You have to know those goals. Now, what happens is we live in a world right now where we're perpetually distracted, okay? I'm going to read you a notable quotable from Psychology Today, Z, and I want to get your take on it. And Arthur Greeno of Chick-fil-A fame has just joined us inside Woo! the box that I rocks. Hope Arthur, how are you, sir? I'm late. Well, no, you're not late. You're good, baby. You're you're feeling the flow. We're excited to have you, man. And you, you, you having a good day overall so far? I am. I'm gr I'm great. I'm great to be here. You you look beautiful. I'm going to read this notable quotable, Z, and I want to have you unpack it for me. So here All we right, go. All right, buddy. Lay, lay it on me. Lay it here on me. Here we go. Imagine that after a medical exam to your doctor, 
Okay. Your doctor delivers some devastating news. Since your last checkup, your cognitive performance has plummeted. Your ability to connect with others has eroded, and your memory for everyday events is no longer operating as it once did. As it turns out, there is a cure, and it won't cost you a penny. Wow. The treatment is simple. All that's required is that you put away your smartphone. Few of us will have this conversation with our doctors, but perhaps we should. Over the last few years, scientists have begun studying the way cell phones affect the human experience, and the early results are alarming. In one lab experiment, researchers paid volunteers who had never met and had them take turns discussing an interesting personal event that occurred in the past month. Half the conversations took place with the experimenter's cell phone sitting on the table, and the other half, a spiral notebook, was set out on the table instead. Afterwards, participants in each pair evaluated their experience, and the results were striking. Subjects who spoke while a cell phone was in view perceived that their partner was less understanding and less less trustworthy. They were also more skeptical that uh, that future dialogue with their partner would yield a close friendship. Broadcasting live from the center of the universe, you're listening to The Thrive Time Show. And it goes on to explain that basically people that use a cell phone, adults who are trying to be in a meeting with a cell phone on, or they're trying to uh, prep for a speaking event with a cell phone on, or just to do any kind of thinking with a cell phone on, their cognitive reasoning skills are that of a third grader. Wow. Third grader. Wow. Sounds right. So I want to ask you, Arthur, have you ever been in a meeting where a member of your team is not paying attention but is pretending to pay attention while updating their Facebook or something at Chick-fil-A and it makes your brain explode? Oh, yeah. In fact, I've done it. So how do you stay focused, my man? (laughs) Well, anytime I'm in a meeting, for one, I turn my phone off. Mm. I I just put it off the side upside down. So it, it does frustrate my wife a little bit because she's wondering why am I not answering the phone, but she understands I'm in a meeting. Yeah, see, see, this is a problem. I know my, my wife is perpetually hitting on me via my cell phone. You know, she'll just text I, me little I, love, I see it. I little see love it. text messages and sure. stuff. No, actually, I'm doing I'm doing that. You know, whenever I'm and have my phone on. But no, seriously, with a, with a cell phone, how have you been able to? What what kind of digital boundaries have you set mm-hmm. up for yourself? Because with all your businesses, you're gonna get probably one complaint a day, right? And then how do you let that not? I mean, when would you turn your phone off at night when you're reading or hanging out with family or when you're spending time with your son or what your daughter i mean how, how do you what are your digital boundaries that you're setting up so you can focus yeah i, I have several of them depends on the the situation i have um you know sometimes there's emergency and sometimes i'm expecting calls even sometimes when i'm in a meeting i have my phone uh, i have my phone on because i'm expecting something urgent and, and a lot of the people i deal with i mean they have a little window and and if we don't catch each other on little windows, then we, we could go many days of looking, trying to find the windows. So, um, so I do that. And then there's, I, then I always try to take calls from there. Just, you know, I can count on one hand the number of people that even if I'm in a meeting, I'll excuse myself, step out and say, hey, is this an emergency? I'm in a meeting. They'll be like, no. And I go, okay, I'll text you. I'll, I'll call you back. Um, you know, th- those kind of things. So you set up, you set up those boundaries. You, you, it's, it's okay to have a few people that can have access to you 24-7. Now, when, when I go to sleep, you know, I turn off my phone whenever I'm in at my house late at night. I have my phone off. But um, the other thing, too, is that's important is, is that just because someone calls you doesn't mean you have to answer. Number one. Mm. Number two, just because they text you doesn't mean you have to text them back. Ooh, come on. Keep preaching. Oh, Golly. number three, when they email you, it doesn't mean you have to email them back. Oh, oh, let it happen. Come on. Oh, unbelievable. The relief just flowed off my shoulders. See, I don't. Here, see, here's the deal. At Elephant in the Room, we had a funny, funny person uh, complain the other day on Facebook. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, your first haircut, Thrivers, for anyone listening, it's a dollar. 
It's a dollar. That, that's, that's, that's the offer, right? It's a dollar. Shockingly, though, we have a membership plan, and Z, it's not a dollar. The, the membership, it's not, it's not a dollar a month for every haircut. What? Is this a bait and switch scam out? So it's I mean, like it's $37 you know, for the average membership, $35. And this guy says on Facebook, watch out. You go in for the first haircut, it's a dollar. But then every haircut thereafter, it's over $30. Well, what'd they expect? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So I'm just like, I don't I don't let that take up my time. I, I saw it on Monday. You know, I didn't see it over the weekend. And I just wrote, you know, I just wrote a little response, deleted it, whatever. It's all, all good. So, Thrivers, stay tuned. We're teaching about how to focus on achieving your F6 goals on thrivetimeshow.com. Stay tuned. My name is Nikki Warren, and I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. The name of my business is The Mocha Butterfly, and I'm a fashion designer. So I heard about the Thrive Time Business Workshops through a dear friend of mine, and I got a chance to meet with Clay and Dr. Z. And uh, as I talked to them a little bit more, uh, I loved what they were doing, and it just made me you know, more intrigued because I really wanted to grow my business. Well, what I've learned is that uh, for, for my business in particular, uh, marketing is needing to be, you know, get it, I need to step it up a lot more and, and the, uh, just focusing in on some key things to get that really going is gonna really get me where I wanna go with my goals. I think it's fun, it's a fun atmosphere, uh, which most business oriented, you know, I'm an artistic, you know, artsy person. And I tend to lose interest very quickly if I don't have something to keep me engaged. And, you know, the humor, the real life experience, um, and the casualness of it is just really engaging for me. And it's just very relatable. And so for me, I am having a, a, a ball. Like, I was so excited to come yesterday. I was had, I had butterflies, literally, <laughs> butterflies in my stomach. And uh, I'm just really excited to be here. Well, uh, it's an interesting place. It's got a lot of uh, words of affirmation and quotes and things like that. Very positive environment. Um, the people here are very nice and friendly and I love the way the uh, room is set up. It's very open space type of uh, model and um, like I said, it's it's a it's more of a casual environment. It's not stuffy and professional. You know, like it's professional, but it's not stuffy professional. There is a difference, and so it's very warm and inviting here. Love the teaching style. Love the presentation. Uh, very organized and easy to follow. Um, and like I said, the real life experience and the humor just adds that much more to it. I know people who go to different workshops and. You know, I, I don't, I'm not sure if they're grasping all of what's being presented there, but I am almost 100% sure that if they come to a workshop like this one, they will get some great golden information that's going to help them meet their goals if they're willing to apply what they hear. There's no upselling here, um, which I, that wasn't really a big concern for me, but if, we're, if I were talking to someone who's very concerned about upselling, I would tell them that they have no worries here and that, like I, you know, I think that this uh, environment is very relaxed, inviting, warm, and engaging. And so even it, it does actually makes you wonder, like, what else, what else is there? I won't lie about that. Uh, so it's kind of more of an independent intrigue rather than someone pushing you into the intrigue of what else is offered. Um, I recommend coming to this workshop because it is um, intimate, an intimate setting, uh, great people. I've met some really cool people doing some cool businesses and the teaching style and the presentation is awesome.
All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back into the conversation inside the box that rocks today. It is it's getting a little crazy in here. We, oh my god! We have we have four incredible. Why well, we have three incredible humans? I'm I'm sort of a subpar human, but we have three incredible humans. We have what about Sam? We have well, we have four. What we am have, I? Chop liver? No, no, no. I just I was, I was talking about the, the the people who are the guests on the show. Sam, you're obviously the super producer sent here on you. You came down from Mount Awesome to produce this oh, show. We have three incredible. Out, yeah, I'm working out of this hole. But here we yeah. we have with Doctor Z on the show here. Doctor Z, he's obviously the guy who runs Doctor Zellner and Associates, the Z66 Auto Auction, A to Z Medical, things that start with the Z's, invested in Regent Bank. He's sort of a big deal. He's the reason why they have the great suckers at Regent Bank. He says, listen, guys, we can't have a great world-class bank without, we can't grow at eight times the national average without having great suckers. You have to thank him for that. Then we have Arthur Greeno, the uh, Chick-fil-A mastermind. Arthur, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. And we have Justin Moore, the founder of the Elephant in the Room Men's Grooming Lounge phenomenon that is changing the game for the way the men of the, the way for the way the, the men of Tulsa experience hair. Justin, how you doing, my friend? Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? Man, I'm excited today. We're talking about focus. Okay, we're talking about focus, which is we're in a very distracted world. And what you have to do first is you have to go ahead and write down your F6 goals. So it's faith, family, finance, fitness, friendships and fun you have to do that and once you do that then z you begin to say no all the time you say no that doesn't align with my goal that's not on course and the next part remember f stands for focus on is the next portion on you want to stay on task and so i'm going to read you a notable quotable z and i want to get your feedback here we go this is from gino wickman the best-selling author of a book called traction he says most people are sitting on their own diamond mines the surest way to lose your diamond mind is to get bored, become overambitious, or to think that the grass is greener on the other side. Find your core focus, stick to it, and devote your time and resources to excelling at it. Z, talk to me. Yeah, I tell you what, you you know, you pick you pick an area that you're you're good in, you pick an area that you put your focus on, and you stay on task. You first things first. You know, you I love the fact that you have the list you have. I, I used to carry a list like that with me all the time. It was my to-do list. And that's how I stayed on. That's how I stayed on, on. Because I would look down at that list and I'd go, oh, and I loved it when you could draw a line through, you know, a, you know, a thing. You know, you just, you're focused on it and then you draw that line through Who needs through it, Viagra just, when you can draw a line through <laughs> the thing? I mean, that's just an unbelievable thing. Like, oh, uh, yes. And then the next time you write, yes. up your, you write up your thing, that, that thing's not on there anymore, you know? You're just like, Oh, then you I'm add something saying, other thing on the bottom, you know. I make inappropriate noises when I cross through oh an item. Oh, my it's gosh, done. It's, it's so like, fun. Oh, it's so fun. And so, you wow. know, first things first, next things next. You know, a boss takes a big obstacle and makes it seem so small. Right. Big obstacles seem small. So that's how you do it. You take it step by step, but you stay on the core, what you need. And, the, and that is, well, you write it down. You, you, you know what it is, and then that helps you stay on because focus is staying on it. I am. Uh, it's also important what you focus on. I'm gonna, I'll wrap back around to that here in a little oh, bit. He's wrapping back got, around. We got we got a lot of stuff to cover in today's show, yeah. so I, I don't want to get off on too many rabbit trails. But uh, go ahead, Clay. Well, real quick, and speaking of staying on focus, um, one thing I want to share with you guys that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. This is an example of being distracted. Oh yeah. I'm frustrated that the weekend can't sing. Have you heard? We can't dance. I mean, have you heard this guy sing? He sounds like Michael Jackson. But oh, yeah. he, can't, he can't dance at all. It's amazing how many great singers uh, have absolutely. 
no rhythmic body movement that makes any sense to the music that's being played. If, if he could just take your body, because you're a great dancer, you're a, you have the rhythm inside, you're a great dancer. If he could just take your dance moves and bring that into his voice. I guess guys like him look at me and go, well, that dude obviously feels the beat, you know, what's going on. <laughs> I can't, I can't see it, you know, so it's kind of like, you see me going, well, you know, and I'm looking at him going, yeah, yeah, let's team together. Let's team together. We can go back to Millie Vanilli. I get to lip sync it and do all the moves. <laughs> all right, we're you getting know. back focused. Oh, that's, sorry, that, sorry. That, that's an example wow. of distraction. We could have spent a whole show on that, but yeah. we don't because it's a business show. So I want to ask you this, Arthur. What is something you're focused on right now? What? T- tell me, what are you focused on? Well, right now I'm working with a bunch of guys on um, an organization called the Tulsa Pop Kids. Tulsa Pop Kids. And basically what they're doing is they're putting on Comic-Cons to raise money for their organization. Comic-Cons? Yeah. And educate me. Suppose I don't know anything about a Comic-Con. What does that mean? Well, a Comic-Con is basically like we're all the, well, we're all the nerds go to hang out. And oh, I want to go. Oh, it's, it's absolutely awesome. I mean, people come and dress up and in their superhero outfits or, uh, or, or their Star Wars outfits or whatever, whatever, you need, whatever they, they're passionate about. The, uh, you know what? I, t- I tell you what here. So if, if somebody's listening right now and they love Marvel Comics, they love all the, the movies, what the, the Superman movie, the Spider-Man movie, where can they learn more about getting involved in your incredible organization? Well, the, the organization is called Tulsa Pop Culture Expo. They can find it on Facebook. Okay, they can find it on Facebook. They have to look at the, in the Tulsa what? Tulsa Pop Culture Expo. Okay, now Justin, what are you focused on? Because obviously, what's happening is Elephant in the Room has thousands of members, literally thousands of members, and there's thousands of customers. If all the customers showed up at one time, they they could basically almost at this point fill up like the BOK. I mean, it's a very big thing now. So talk to me. What are you focused on right now? There's a lot of things you could be focused on, but what are you focused on? I focus on staying out of the way at this point. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, no, but but seriously, it, it's fun. It's exciting. You know, year after year, our fifth year now, it, it changes. And so I'm focused on, on growth. So um, that's from uh, finding the next development site, negotiating the deals, uh, seeing if it's a win-win. And so we've actually got two more uh, properties that we're looking at here in Tulsa. And so uh, my day-to-day operations in the shop has gone out of and, and now it's um, from maintaining has gone to, to growth. It's a lot of fun. It's exciting. And that's what I'm focused on right so now. So Thrivers, I'm going to give you a list of things you should write down right now that you should be focusing on if Re- you are an entrepreneur. Real quick, Clay. A yeah. quick question, Justin. What's the footprint you look for for your uh, elephant in the rooms? I can't tell you that. <laughs> well, you, you got some properties, E? No, no. How many square feet do you, do you need to do a store? Yeah, yeah. So this is a good question. So we could range from... 1200, 1200 all the way up to our biggest shop has 2000 okay yeah uh, okay i was just i was just curious because i had some real estate buildings that i was okay never mind 1200 is 1200 is uh ideal because i'll tell you this um the men of tulsa we've found they're just and so we've discovered that people want to drive, what, about five five minutes for the haircut, maybe 10 five, minutes? Five, 10 minutes. Yeah. And so Justin is discovering that uh, you could put less of them in Tulsa than you could like a Starbucks, but you could put a lot of them in there. I mean, it's it's amazing how many people want to get a high-end men's grooming lounge experience. And by the way, if you're listening, your first haircut's always a dollar. Just come in, check, check, check it out. And guess what? Here's how the scam works. Your next haircut's not a dollar. Right? I mean, just wow. get over it, Mr. Facebook. But your first one's a dollar, right? It's unbelievable. You know, for, for years, I thought it was the first hair that got cut was a dollar, oh. and, and then they charge you on top of that. Oh, see, we, we manipulated uh, Arthur there. Sneaky, now, here's what sneaky. every Thriver should be focused on right now if you're an entrepreneur. One is, you need, and Thrivers, you need to write this down. One is your key 
performance indicators. You need to know your numbers, okay? Two, your line item list of things you need to do. Three, people that are paying you. If someone is paying you, you've got to be responsive. And we come back, because he's going to break these down for us, because this will just irritate the heck out of somebody. If they're paying you and you're not responding, people that could be paying you, you know, customers you're trying to chase down, and commitments you've made. If you're a dad, get in the game. Be responsive. Talk to your kids. Do that thing. If you're a husband, be responsive. Get in the game. If you are as anything you've signed up for, if you've committed to do something, show up. Do what you're supposed to do. Because if you're not careful, what you'll do is you'll just kind of become this person who signs up for a bunch of things but doesn't deliver. So when we come back, we're going to talk about how to maintain focus in this perpetually distracted world. And Dr. Z is going to help break it down like fractions. So stay tuned. ThriveTimeShow.com. My name is O'Neill Bent, and I'm from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. I first heard about the uh, business workshops through my wife, Sharita Bent, and uh, I learned a lot more from her, and also got follow-up calls from different members of the organization. Some of the things I've learned uh, about starting my business through Thrive is uh, making sure I'm spending my money on the things I need to spend it on. For instance, uh, like my search engine optimization, uh, my marketing, I'm constantly reviewing the content that I have on my website, and um, that's just a few of the things. The overall experience I've had from the Thrive Time workshop has been uh, wonderful. I love how uh, everything that we learn is practical. It's not based off of book knowledge. It's not based off of uh, someone else's ideas. It's based off things that have actually worked and uh, have been tried and true. When you walk in, I mean, we came into a smell of wood burning. Um, there was a chimney outside, so I, we walked to the building. And when you get inside, you almost feel like there's like a, I, I don't know if it's, it's like a pub slash club slash work environment. It, it just feels really good. You have music blaring, uh, friendly faces, people saying hello. And then when you sit down in your seat, you have uh, nice, uh, comfortable chairs, a wooden desk to work on. Um, and everything looks modern, so it's a, it's a really refreshing feeling. Clay's uh, presentation and, and teaching style is very um, efficient, effective. It's also endearing, though, because he's, he's very comical. He'll talk about different things he's been through, um, and they're all very funny. But he also hits the exact points he needs to hit at the right time. Um, you never feel like, man, is he ever going to stop talking? You always want to keep listening, and then when it's breath bathroom break time, your surprise is already there. So um, I like how he talks about these practical experiences and uh, it's very enjoyable. The interaction of the workshop is, is mostly, uh, Clay will, will give you information that you need to know, but then he also opens it up for questions. So there's always this um, question and response type of situation. And then there's certain things where um, he'll direct you to do things and it's because he knows that's the way to go. You might question it, but I highly encourage you just to listen and do. And to jump into a business and think that you know everything is um, the most prideful, arrogant thing you could ever do. But to come here and to speak to someone who's already done this many times, has directed several businesses, and can give you wisdom and, and information, I think it's, it's wonderful. And I think uh, you, you can never do anything on your own. You have to have other people around you to help you and he's definitely helpful. The experience I've, ex I've had at 
coming to Thrive Time uh, workshops is I was never upsold anything. I mean, I come in, they do exactly what they say they're going to do, and they leave it up to you to follow up and do the work. And uh, I think that's the way it should be. So it's very straightforward, and they do what they say. I recommend that everybody should, should check out Thrive Time Workshop because there's so much knowledge and information there that you can use to help you run your business. And like I said before, I, I don't think you can do anything completely on your own. And when you have so much um, resource and knowledge in one area, you can use all of that and, and get exactly what you need. For any of you listening from Oklahoma Joe's, I'm telling you, I know it's hard. I hate to distract you while you're enjoying the world's best baked beans. I mean, I, I know that it could be. I mean, you're almost having a spiritual event. Uh, Z, we, we want to apologize for anybody who's at Oklahoma Joe's right now who we've interrupted. I mean, because I, I understand when you're trying to just enjoy your beans, what it could be like to try to listen to the world's best business radio show while having the world's best baked beans it causes just your, your the, the dissonance is too much the synergism could be more than one could handle i don't i don't <laughs> know um but i know this if you add burnt ends on it i mean hold hold tight to hold tight to some railing because it's you're going to go for a ride those burnt ends are they're meat candy they're, they're meat candy that's what caused that's what caused the, the the whole brexit movement is people were trying to listen to oklahoma joe's uh, the world's best business radio show comes on. People are arguing. Next thing you know, Brexit is happening. I mean, they're changing the way they break away from the European Union. They're going, we, we just need to separate. We need to get yeah. to a place where we're not going to be distracted. So I apologize for interrupting you. But for anybody who's not at Oklahoma Joe's, during the break, you should definitely go check, check, check it out. It is a great place. And Z, rumor has it there's three locations to serve Tulsa. Am I correct? Absolutely. There's one in Broken Arrow by the Bass Pro Shop. Can't miss it. There's one at 61st and Sheridan, their newest one here in Tulsa. And then one that is just for lunch, and it's down by the iconic. It's next to the iconic Canes Ballroom. And, uh, you know, the Canes is, is pretty cool. Right across the street from that, they're going to build that new uh, pop. You know, when Arthur was talking about his Comic-Con and the name of that, they're actually building that new pulp, pop, pop, <laughs> pop cultural center right across the street from uh, the Canes Ballroom. Did you know that, Arthur? No, I didn't. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. They've got that museum of, uh, you know, because Tulsa has such a, people don't know it necessarily. I know around the world they're, they're listening on what? But uh, Tulsa has a very rich history in music and in pop culture. Pop culture. I can't even say it today. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I wouldn't even worry about word. Don't let the inability to speak bother you today. <laughs> but here's the deal. What I'm going to do is, is we kind of gather ourselves emotionally and mentally to celebrate the opening of this pop culture museum. Yes. I'm going to play Umbop, which is probably the deepest lyrical miracle that's ever been composed in the history of Oklahoma music. Would you agree this is a deep song? I saw these kids when they were playing. I mean, they were just youngsters at the Blue Rose Cafe there over on Peoria. They were sitting outside. They had a, they had an outside uh, deck and they were right up, up the edge to it. And I would say we'd go every Monday night, me and my buddies, we'd go there and we'd kind of meet for a, for a beverage. And we'd sit out there and they'd always have a little band or something. And these kids were, um, I say kids, but they, were, they were young at the time. And they were up there playing. I think it was one of their early gigs, you know. I don't know. I actually anyway, DJed at a, a high school event where uh, the you know one of the Hansons was at the at the high school event, and I and I was a young DJ, and I thought it'd be kind of funny to like you know play Umbop like seventeen times or something. I don't know. And that's, I'm like you know, dedicating songs to him, and he was totally over that song at that point. Oh yeah. And so I, I probably ruined his prom. I'm I'm yeah. sorry, Mr. Hanson. I'm you, sorry, but you know those guys are on our target list. We would love to, for them to show up at our event. I think it would be. 
perfect for, for pop people culture. who don't know what event you're talking about. What event are you yeah, talking, talking about? about? The Tulsa Pop Culture Expo. Where where is it? Where can I get involved? How can I learn more? You can find about out about it in Facebook, and it's going to be October 14th and 15th, and all the funds are going to a nonprofit that we support called um, Pop Tulsa Kids. Where's it physically going to be? At 41st um, at the Wyndham Hotel. What are you going to do with this oh. thing? Well, there's going to be all kinds of um, uh, Comic-Con type stuff, but it's, it's really geared towards pop culture. So, like, we'd love for Hanson to come out and, and come meet with their fans and sign some autographs. And, and you know, this would be the time for those people like yourself to come throw yourself at their feet and tell them how much you love them. Well, I'll tell you what. If you're listening right now and you happen to be a member of the Hanson group, um, just a subliminal message, you will go to Arthur's event. You <laughs> will. All right. Now, what we're talking today about is, is, is about focusing. Okay? Focusing. We're in a world where we're perpetually distracted. There's so many things pulling at us. And so the F stands for focus. The O stands for on. Stay on that task. Z, talk to me about key performance indicators in your optometry clinic. Why do you have to watch those numbers? That's the most important number you have, key performance indicators. And I'm the one that gets to decide what, I mean, it's kind of like no one comes in and says, well, your this this should be, uh, your key performance indicator should be this. I mean, I know what my key performance indicators are because I set those. You know, how many, you know, I have them report, you know, um, how many patients we see in a given day. I have them report um, the times that they're coming in. We, we, we track that from year to year. I mean, uh, gross sales every day, uh, net sales, I break it down to that, I mean, I have my key performance indicators. How many, how many uh, patients were seen by which doctor? Because some days now we're working up to three doctors on a given day, and whether they were exams or just follow-ups, or I mean, so many, so many of them. But you pile them all together, and that's a you know, there's not so many that's overwhelming, but you have you have those that that are that are the way you build your business and you correct your business and I you see something you see something sliding early and then you go no 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 stop that and then you challenge because you want to beat last year's numbers and last month's numbers and then that's a way you can encourage your staff you can reward them financially you can reward them by just sometimes maybe a little good appropriate hr you know a side hug i mean <laughs> how do you know when it's time to get darth vader and to get in there and to get crazy because you've built systems where you have financial freedom and time freedom but how do you know yeah. when it's time for you to make your imperial attack to get in there like darth vader and well, I always default to good cop, but sometimes good oh. cop just doesn't get her done. Sometimes you're like, hey, uh, Billy. Um, you're fired. <laughs> no, but I mean, how that's do you about, know? I mean, about, no, but, I mean, for a guy like Justin, look, he's got 80 employees in there, okay? And so for anybody out there who's listening as 80 employees, you know, I mean, how do you know when it's time to go, okay, the numbers have slid enough, it's time to get serious? Well, I mean, for example, the other day, I had to have a difficult conversation with one of my uh, doctors that works for me. And, you know, we tracked the numbers and um, he had just, you know, started to just spend more and more time in the exam room. And just He knew he had two other doctors working for him. So he just kind of was checking out and they're visiting and, you know, hey, how you doing? Oh, you want to see some more pictures? Oh, the kids are so cute. Oh, it's awesome. You're doing just, you're just doing awesome. Just... <laughs> <laughs> and then pretty soon he'd come wandering out of the exam room and the other doctors have been seeing two and three and four while he's in there you know he's just kind of moseying down and you know no one's complaining because with three doctors there i mean you know patients are being seen in a timely manner i mean no one's complaining to me right except i'm following the key performance indicator numbers oh and so you you pull up in your in your porsche you get out and it's like <laughs> the gas you know comes out and you come out of a fog come, you come out and and you, you you walk up to this this guy, and it's it's time to. I mean, do you, do you wear a mask or are you wearing a cape? I mean, what's was it? Was a, a little bit of both. I, I'm, no, that's when I go to Comic Con. Oh. The Comic Con <laughs> stuff. Okay. That's when I go to Arthur's <laughs> thing. 
We'll be ready for you. No, I sit him down. I have a heart to heart. I'm just honest with him. I'm beating around the bush. You know, I don't sit there and go. Um, so yeah, uh, you I know, am I've your got, father. I've got one of my doctors, uh, awkward, uh, awkward moment. Um, it's kind of like that Austin Powers deal where everybody leave the room. It's like, well, no, not you. And it's like, no, not you. No, not you. And the only wanted one person to leave the room, you know, instead of telling that person to leave, he was like, just, you know, he said everybody leave and then he made them all stop except him. Um, I don't sit there and go, okay. Um, you know, we have, um, we have a problem, and somebody uh, uh, isn't carrying their weight, and it's upsetting the other doctors, and therefore it's upsetting me. And no, I I talked to them directly. I said, "Listen, bro, you're spending too much time in the room. I don't know what's going on. You know, once or twice a day it happens. I know, and and I know you need to spend a little extra time with them sometimes. But you know, you're seeing, you know, wherever the number was, 25, and, and your your coworkers are seeing 45 and 50. That's not fair to them." And, you know, you need to be fair. So, and I know it's never going to be an exact third, a third, a third when three people are working. So, Coach so coach Justin through this. Give him your okay. feedback. Or okay. People like him who've got, I mean, just what questions do you have? Because he manages, obviously, he's, you know, got a lot of employees. Yeah. What question would you have for Dr. Z about, you know, managing your key performance indicators? Because you do it obviously very well. But what question would you have for the Dr. Z about this? Yeah, so, so we look at our numbers as well. But I would say when it comes to managing people, that's one of the, the hardest tasks there is, is get them on board with your vision. And some people, I asked this question the other day, one of our, our um, employee meetings is, why are you here? Why, why are you here? Is it just to get that hourly? Is it just to get out of the house? Is it to, to grow, to be challenged? Why, why are you here? Because I found out if they're not motivated to grow uh, on their own, that my company's not going to grow. And so a lot of times... It's almost like you just staff someone else just to motivate, just to train them, but it takes away from your productivity, your profit, your revenue, all that stuff. So how often do you have to come in and crack that whip, would you say, with, with your team? Well, I, I crack it um, with different teams. I crack it fairly, yeah. You know, fairly. I, I guess with, with the businesses that I own, um, I'm cracking it probably <laughs> more than I think. Because like in my auto auction, you know, I've got my, I, you know, I, I always get my sales guys, what's your top 10, what's your top one, who'd you talk to today, what, what's new, what's new, what's going on. And a lot of times I'll have to whip those guys because, you know, they're outside <laughs> sales and, and they need constant uh, supervision, which uh, sometimes I got to then Holy cow. I got to whip the guy that's giving them the constant supervision. So that's that's kind of a, you know, those are <laughs> those are big hairy cats that will run wild on if you let them, you know. How often do you have to get upset? Um, You know, well, I try not to get upset. That's the key. I mean, that's the How thing. How often you, do you get upset? I get upset all the time, but they just don't know it. <laughs> I burn them mad sometimes. I'm just take a deep breath and I look at them smiling and going, you know, that's not um, what I hired you for. Uh, I had a red hot moment today. Maybe we'll have time for it later. But oh, really? well, tell, well, tell, well, tell me. Let's, let's, we, we can walk through a red hot moment. Are we going to do it after the break? Let's do it after or? the break. Yeah, let's see. When we come back, Justin's going to walk us through his red hot moment. And I want to get Arthur's most recent red hot moment because that's the thing about business is nobody talks about the stuff behind the stuff i mean you could read all the leadership books in the world that's not the hard thing about growing a business it's when your theory meets the practical and it's time to take the gloves off and get stuff done how do you handle it without going to jail all right i mean so stay tuned thrive time show we're gonna talk about how to get serious you come back Sam Parker. Okay. I'm Karina Parker. We live here in town. Um, we're looking to be in like the food industry. Thrive Time workshops, we've learned about advertising and what we need to do to get our name out there, what we need to do to get to the top of Google, um, you know, the necessary steps that we need to take right now to get to where we want to be. 
The Thrive Time Workshop experience is, is really um, encouraging and it's, it's great hands-on um, information and stuff that we can relate to because we're able to talk to people here that are going through the same stuff that we are. There's motivation everywhere. If you don't feel motivated, then something's wrong with you. It's, it's very upbeat. all over the walls. Yeah. Uh, he's very funny, uh, like a comedian, but at the same time, he wants you to learn. And so if you have any questions, he's willing to help you and uh, talk you through anything, any questions that you have, but at the same time making it fun and encouraging for you. He's also very candid. He doesn't hold anything back that most people are like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't say that because it's offensive. Yeah, you can he, tell he's being he real. He doesn't care about offending people. Yeah, he just wants to help you. <laughs> so I heard an advertisement that said to leave your wallet at home, and I mean, that's what it's been the whole time. It hasn't been like, oh, make sure you stop by our table in the back and buy 10 books and sign up for a two-year subscription with us. It was just like, hey, you know, what we do offer, there wasn't pressure, and it's a month-to-month -month thing. It's not like you're signing your life away. Welcome back to the Audio Dojo of Mojo, broadcasting from the left coast of the Arkansas River inside the beautiful Thrive15.com world headquarters and inside the box that rocks and into the magical microphones. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio, and we appreciate you for listening because we know that you're the kind of people who are not going to accept mediocrity. You have decided that this is going to be the year that you take your finances to the next level, and you're so tired of hearing of a thriver just like you who literally went from being a school teacher to having 52 clients on a $499 per month tutoring membership program that's allowed him to achieve $24,000 a month of gross revenue. And you're going, I'm 50. I, I, I got to do it. This is my year. I'm 35. I got to do it. I, I've been dreaming about it, but you want to turn it into reality. And so you turn it, you tune into this show faithfully every day because you know that we're talking about the stuff behind the stuff. And so today we're talking about how do you maintain focus in a perpetually distracted world. I mean, smartphones, text messages, Facebook messages, Instagram messages, emails, they just don't stop. Missed calls, just mail. Unbelievable. So Dr. Z, just before we went to the break, Justin was starting to kind of tell us about a, a pretty crazy scenario that started to happen today as he's attempting to maintain focus. You know, he's got the focus. He's staying on on task there. And then all of a sudden, some, some craziness from uh, the, the business world starts to happen there. Z, I'm curious to know what, what it is that's happening there. Well, he described it as a red-hot moment. So I'm kind of curious, too. So uh, unpack it, Justin. Let us let's, let's hear about it. So maybe you guys can relate. You, you get a phone call, right? You're not in, in the office or one of the shops of your business. Yeah, yeah. So talking about focus and staying on task here. So I, I get a phone call, and um, I'm talking with one of my managers, my district manager, and, and I'm checking on a shop and how it, how it went yesterday and how it flowed, and uh, there was a, some bad feedback. So I said, okay, what, what's this about? Is it a haircut? You know, what, something like the haircut? And no, not really. And since we're appointment-based at Elf in the Room, guys love it because they can get in within five minutes of entering the door. They get their beverage. They go back get their haircut. They're out of there within 30 minutes, right? Appointment-based. So uh, on occasions, we'll have one to three um, front desk lounge coordinators, as I call them, working up front. Um, so it always be one to three. Well, on this particular day yesterday, there was two of them, right? And a gentleman gets gets checked in on the computer, notified on the computer that he's there, and um, he just 
is sitting up front through his whole entire appointment. And <laughs> so I, I asked the, the two individuals working up front, I said, well, what happened? I said, well, we just uh, got talking and lost track of time and, and didn't realize it. And next thing we knew, his appointment was over and oh. he, he never got oh. taken back for his haircut. Wow. So um, staying focused is the, is the key. But I'm, I'm like, what, what do I pay you for? <laughs> you know, was it a good conversation? You know, um, <laughs> but that's 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 a red hot right there, because you're as a company, as a business, you're always going to have some negative feedback or, or areas you can improve. But there's things like that that just can never happen. I'm going to I'm you know? going to I'm going to cue this uh, song up because I've been looking for an excuse to play Boy George for a long time. Oh, and, okay. uh, Give me time. I wish I could judge you and say, oh, that's never happened to me. It never happened. But I remember one time we had a bridal show and this wonderful bride came in to book her wedding to meet with the DJ company, to meet with this wedding planner. And he greeted the mom, greeted the bride, served him coffee, did all the things on the checklist. And I walk in, I peer in, I look inside the, the, the office, I look inside the presentation room, Z, and I discover that the lights are off. Like he's what? having a romantic encounter. What? He's meeting a customer in the dark. What? What? And so I'm thinking to myself, does he really want to hurt me? Is that what he's wanting to do? Does he? Oh, does he, I see where I you're mean, going. Oh. I started asking this question. <laughs> it makes it makes you contemplate maybe cross-dressing is a good idea. Maybe, maybe you should just maybe give up on life. Maybe he was trying to hurt you. I don't know. I'm just thinking maybe I should drink during the day. Maybe I should smoke while pumping gas. Maybe it's not worth it. Why even? It's just, why even Run try? with scissors next you'll be doing. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe I shouldn't pay my taxes. Maybe my more. Maybe it's just all these oh, following the rules. Catch you. And so the thing is, I pull the guy aside and I said, "Buddy, you're meeting with the couple in the dark, and I want to know. Does is this the first time?" He goes, "Um, do I need to have the lights on? I kind of prefer the dark." And I go, "I want to know. Being serious, how many brides have you met with in the dark?" He goes, "Well, I only turn the lights on if I know you're here." And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm not kidding. I come home and I'm just like so mad. And I'm so mad at, at the at the profundity of the dumbness, Z. Well, the other thing I would ask you though, before you would get all upset about it and throw a, you know, have a red hot moment and start swinging and flailing and gnashing of teeth. <laughs> what was his close rate? Uh, he was like 50%. Oh, and what was and what was the best close rate of any of your guys? Should be like in the 80s. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, boom. You know. And I wasn't managing the numbers That'd back in the day. That'd be funny, though. It's like, well, he closed every bride he met with. I go, well, why you be mad? But, you now, know, that, that, that fills in the, the rest of the equation, you know. Now, wait a minute. Did you see this bride? I mean, did the, should the lights have been off? Uh, no, no. Oh, oh, Arthur. Arthur. Hey, Arthur. Oh, I see, I, I'm just helping the guy out. And that's why oh we only have you on the show every once in a while. It's just oh. that kind of thing. It just it, it takes the it just it really takes the room down. I know. We're sitting at lunchtime. Of course, if you listen on the podcast, it could be any time for you right now. And share, share, share the podcast, please. Uh, but uh, you know, you think he would have brought us at least some uh, Chick Fil A or something? Maybe a waffle fry or just you know, maybe he's got one in the, in the bottom of his car that. He or maybe some chicken in. for my chicken shake. Or maybe some chicken <laughs> for your chicken shake. <laughs> Sam, our producer, is literally trying to eat as much protein as possible as he's training for a powerlifting competition. So he's been juicing chicken. <laughs> I, 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 okay. I, I think that's, that's just not sanitary, but I will bring you a chicken shake next time I come, I promise, but I'm not going to juice it. I got to draw oh. my line somewhere. 
Now, okay, now, Arthur, tell us about your upcoming event. For anybody just tuning in who's not familiar with you, you're obviously one of the owners of Chick-fil-A in Tulsa. You have two locations, one at the mall, one at 71st and Garnett. You've set some world records, Guinness Book of World Records, for what, world's largest iced tea, yeah. world's largest snow cone. What's this new thing you're working on? Tell me about this this big event you're putting on. Well, it's one of those that, you know, uh, for, for the business owners that are, as are out in the community, getting involved with boards and, and volunteers is important and so we volunteered with an organization that helps with literacy for kids and and they want to raise funds by having a comic-con which is great because i love comic-con suppose i'm listening and i don't know what a comic-con is is that a is that a new kind of communist it is it is um they dress up like superheroes is what they do <laughs> what is a no, comic-con no, no a comic-con is kind of a it's a pop culture event where where people that are like-minded get to go and hang out and you know just hang out with their community and and do Fun things like a lot of them will dress up and they'll have contests. They call them cosplay contests. Um, those of you who are out there that are nerds, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Those of you who are not probably won't go to it anyway. Well, Arthur, I want to ask you a question. So, it's a it's a it's a typical dress up event. And what your um, and I know you've probably been to quite a few of them. So tell us about some of the costumes you've worn in the past and what's your go to. What's your go to now? Okay, so in all fairness, I've actually never dressed up to go to one of them, but I do have a costume room at the house that. Um, that my kids and I, you know, anytime there's tornadoes in, in Oklahoma. <laughs> 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 the dress up room. That's when you play like, Boy George. <laughs> <laughs> what, is this, what does this mean? <laughs> focus, boys, focus. I can't believe you're not wearing like uh, the Chick fil A cow costume. That'd be clever to wear that through there, that thing, you know? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear that next time I'm up here. Well, there you go. See, boom, yeah. right there. You focus have, on great idea. How many kids do you have, Arthur? I have six kids. That's how he does it. He has the dress up room. Well, here, we're, we're in Oklahoma, right? So in, oh. in Oklahoma, with all the tornadoes come in, when we go into the, that's actually our storm room. So we'll go down there and we all come out as superheroes. I mean, what's more, more, what's not oh, to I, like? I, I no, see, me down see here's the deal. Uh, Arthur had a practice event before this big event. Yeah. And I've got live audio from the event. I, you know, you know I typically will sneak mic people. I'll oh, just yeah. mic yeah, up yeah, this, all the time. Oh, I am put scared. a mic in the room. This is audio from Arthur's last event here. I want to just cue it up real quick here. Sorry, we're going, we're going streaking through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody. Come on, Snoop. Snoop. Snoop a loop. Snoop a No, it's cool. It's cool. I'm cool. Bring, bring your green hat. Let's go. Come on, everybody. We're going. Okay, so that was not from his last event. That's right. I was going to say, you can't confirm that anyway. Yeah, we cannot. Okay. Now, here's the deal, Travis. We're talking about focusing and how to focus. stay focused on, focus. growing, on growing your business. So here's some things you cannot focus on. Vague goals, mm -hmm. vague action items, people that are not going to pay you, people that will not ever pay you, commitments you didn't make. Z, please, please pontificate, please educate. When you talk about commitments, we talk about commitments that you didn't make. You know, somebody puts something on your calendar and it's not you. Somebody tries to bring you into a meeting that you don't need to be involved in. You are the master of this. I, there is nobody I've ever seen in person who's better at time management talk to me about some of the things that people try to rope you in on that you didn't sign up for and you're going no 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 i, I don't need to be here well you know we have a meeting and there's a certain amount of uh, if it's a salesperson and you're selling there's a certain amount of rapport you want to build with that person but you also didn't have a timeline uh, that you've scheduled because you schedule because it's your day and it's your time so you know you have an hour let's just let's just pretend like it's an hour so you have an hour lunch you have an hour meeting with somebody and 
you're trying to sell them, they're trying to sell you, right? So, so someone's trying to sell some something, right? Right. And and at some point, you're sitting there and you're building the rapport because that's very important in our sales. When we what we teach you at our in-person workshops, one of the steps of selling is is building rapport. Rapport. So you want them to like you. Like you. And you want them to like them. You want to listen to them. You want to give them eye contact and smile and build your rapport. But at some point, you got to go from rapport to getting the deal done. Getting it done. Getting it done. And that transition, that switch is what you're talking about. And that's what that's what I'll do. I'll just when there's a nice little pause, then I will say, okay, so let's let's talk about well, let's talk about what we're here for. Let's talk about this deal. But um, tell me about it. What do you need? What do you want? What are deal breakers? What, what's it going to take to get it done? And depending on whether I'm buying or selling, then then obviously I react differently. If I'm selling, then I'm you know boom. If I'm buying, then I listen and I ask those questions. But you know some of the some of the questions that are that are uh, very important and a lot of people stop and kind of listen to them. I go, okay, well you said it takes this, this, and this. I'm like, well, which of those are deal breakers? And they look at me and they go, what? They go, well, you told me the price. You told me when you could bring it. You told me boom, boom, boom. Which of those are deal breakers? In the other words, if that price has to be that, if it's any less, it's a deal breaker. The item has to be delivered at this time or it's a deal breaker. And so then what you do is you start defining what is the most important part of what that, that thing is. So it's not vague. It's not, well, it's around $1,000 and well, we could, you know, so you, you get things defined and by defining them, you take the vague, the vagueness out of, out you know, of Justin's deal. done a really good job on finding elephant in the room locations this way. Um, he's actually successfully negotiated the last two leases. And, uh, I know thrivers out there I've talked to who've been trying to find and trying to find and sign a lease for years. Yeah. So Justin, how have you been able to negotiate that effectively and get it done as opposed to just talking about a deal? Cause you've, you've blown up unrealistic deals. You've found realistic deals. What's your method? So when I first placed a call on the property, you know, um, whoever's representing that property is probably taking tons of phone calls. So I, I create a sense of urgency, let them know, um, that this is someone that, um, can, is qualified to lease their space that, um, this is someone that is a strong tenant in their in their property, but I asked the questions to find out what are they wanting. Are they wanting, um, you know, do they have cash to put up front for tenant improvement? Or they don't want to put any cash up front. Would they rather trade that for some uh, free rent up front? You know, what are they actually wanting out of that space? And just create that win win. And so it's not just about me; it's it's them. And so the recent deal we did, it was an amazing property. Uh, it was just uh, it was neglected for some time, and they didn't want to put the cash up. And so I knew that was my my move there, and and but then I need to walk away with something as well. And Justin does a great job at that. And I'm just telling you this though: you have to be able to get things done. You know, Henry Ford said it's hard to build a reputation based upon what you're going to do. So if you've ever struggled to get stuff done in this perpetually distracted world, you're going to want to stay tuned because we come back. We're going to talk about the next step of focus, which is your core. You've got to focus on your core tasks. There's there's a lot of things you could do, but there's core tasks that you must do unless you want to end up living in a van down by the river next to our beautiful Thrive15.com world headquarters in Jinx America Z. Well, the good news is you've either got waterfront or beachfront property on any given day with the Arkansas River. Stay tuned. ThriveTimeShow.com. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing my name is Sean Lohman, and I'm from here in Tulsa, actually, Owasso. I own a residential redevelopment company, so I buy properties, and then I fix them up, and then I sell them for a profit. Well, Thrive is very non-industry specific, so when we come here, there's business owners from all different aspects of business. You know, they're doing all different industries, and he's teaching us how to look at 
it from that angle because he's he owns nine businesses. Clay Clark owns nine businesses, so he's he knows what's in common with all of them. So he's teaching these big principles, things like just the backbone of how a sales conversation should look, or specifically what your your marketing campaign needs to look like in order to make it be sustainable. Um, those are some of the biggest things that I'm going to take away and implement immediately. It's, a, it's an intimate environment. You know, there's less than less than 30 people here, business owners. So you get a chance to ask questions, and it's just really informative and um, inspiring. Oh, this place is cool. There's a lot going on in here. There's a lot to look at. Um, there's a lot of uh, inspiring and motivational things on the walls and lots of accomplishments and just uh, a very cool yet productive atmosphere. I'm coming in here yesterday and, you know, we're, there's a sales team in here. It was Friday. So, you know, they're, they're ringing appointment bells and hitting gongs when they're making sales. And it's just a really um, motivating environment to be in to see, you know, how this, how this business is done, basically. Clay's presentation style is really great. This is kind of a no BS, very direct sort of style, but he'll also get you know, non-specific with, with what he's teaching, and then he'll get very specific, and he'll use stories throughout the process to really help it connect to you and, and make it implementable. Consistently, he is, he's offered an opportunity to ask questions at the end of each workshop, and so that's really where you know, the learning takes place, is asking those questions and, and getting those direct answers so that we can you know, take those action items away from that. Uh, I don't see enough questions being asked, and sometimes that's just natural, um, but if people are missing out on the opportunity to ask questions, they're missing out on the opportunity to learn. And so if there's anything that's going to stop you from learning and growing, it's you. If you're here, you're going to learn and grow, as long as you're motivated to do that. And these other seminars that I've, I went to six, actually, in the last year, so uh, of these six, uh, at, at every single opportunity, you know, at the end, always, there's always a back of the room thing. Hey, you can spend a little money here and get this or that or this. And although those things are helpful, that's not always necessarily the best feeling we want to get. So he wants us all to know, and he's very clear about the fact that he's not trying to upsell us anything. His motivations are different. He's not trying to sell us. He's trying to help us. He's trying to mentor us. And he's very open about it. So I'd say it's, it's awesome. That aspect of it's awesome. We need more people who are motivated in this world. We need more people who are willing to become entrepreneurs, who are willing to create jobs. We need more of that. There's not enough of it. So that's, the, to me, the message. That's the, the goal is mentor a million people is this company's idea. And it's a beautiful idea. And I'm behind it 100%. So I want to contribute in any way I can as I move forward. This is just awesome. listening right now from the United States, anybody who's moved to the United States, anybody from this great state of Oklahoma, anybody listening here in Tennessee, anybody listening here, we have thrivers who emailed us today from Tennessee, a thriver who emailed us from Maine, one from Idaho. Hello and welcome to the Thrive Time Show on your radio, the show where we are serious about helping you start or grow a successful business. Because when you have a successful business, Z, what, how does your life change once you've cracked the code and built that, built that successful business? Well, you get to do what it is you really want to do. And you go, what? But I love doing that thing. I know, but it, here's what happens. You, you build a job, then you turn it into a business. 
and then you have time freedom and financial freedom. And you know what's so fun about doing a business talk show, Clay? What is it? Well, you know, I'm sure that the people that do a, a gardening show probably are very excited when people call up and say, oh, my tulips look wonderful this year. You're like, oh, that's awesome. You know, the photosynthesis awesome. that we're it's, seeing with yes. this plan is truly amazing. You know, the political shows when someone calls up and says, you know what, you've got just this, I've had the same view on that as you did. We're just, that's awesome. They can't like, build that wall. It's uh, impossible yeah, to whatever. get Mexico to pay for it. Flip, flop, flip, flop. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, whatever. You know, people that are doing, you know, um, all the different kinds of talk radio out there. But when, when our people call us and say, you've changed my life. You've, you've, I've 10 times my business. I've four times my business. I'm now actually have a business that's making money. I'm now, oh my gosh, my, I'm being able to take care of my extended family. I'm, I'm, I'm being able to go on vacations for the first time with my family in years. I'm, I'm, I'm filling the blanks. It's time, freedom, financial freedom. And we're not all about just make the money and run. We're about, Hey, money is the gas you put in the car to get to where you want to go. And without it, you sit there in your car in the parking lot. You know, we have, we have a thriver up in Boise, Idaho, who I just talked to yesterday, who reported that this is his first time in his life that his business has generated a $50,000 profit in a month. And this time last year, they weren't making any money at all. And so that that's exciting. I mean, when you, when you think about Tip Top Canine, the local uh, dog training business, they're now top in Google. They're generating deals every day. Barbie Cookies, um, the, the Tulsa Oilers, uh, we work with those guys. They doubled record their attendance. attendance. Record attendance. 16,000 wow. people attended one game. These are all real examples. And so we're, the next area we're focusing on today as we talk about focus is your core tasks. So here's an example. You can get really, really busy, but you still have to pay the bills. You can get really, really busy, but you still have to sell something. You can get really, really busy, but you still have to see your kids, right? If you're, if you're a parent, you got to invest that time. And so I'm going to give you a really harsh uh, Bible verse uh, from oh, no. 1 oh, Timothy 5.8, the King James Version. And Z, I would like for you to unpack it. And Arthur, I want to get your feedback on this. And I, I just want to kind of, because you guys have uh, played the role of father with many kids. And here we go. It says this, but if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than the infidel. That seems pretty harsh if you can't provide for your family. I mean, it's already tough enough. I mean, why is, you know, the King James version of First Timothy freaking out at me here? That seems pretty heavy handed. I mean, see, I, I see a lot of entrepreneurs that are so excited about all these ideas and they're not paying the bills. They're not making any money. What, what advice would you have? I know I've had um, several entrepreneurs come up to me and their business isn't, you know, bringing what it needs to bring. And then they say, what do I do? And I go, well, you might have to get a, you know, a job on the side. You might have to do something else to do it because I tell you what, a man or a, a parent, I should just say a parent or a head of a household, um, if you're not taking care of your family, you know, shame on you. I mean, you know, this, now I know some countries it's more difficult. I know opportunities out there around the world are more challenging in some areas. But I also know that if you have the drive, people from every walks of life, from every race, from every religion, from every everything you can think of, find a way when they want to to be successful and so that's what we're about giving you practical business steps I mean, start small grow it it's okay live below your means it's okay you know delay gratification it's okay you know because you have to take care of your family you know what someone was telling me the other day that i was talking to him about how how i've been taking care of um some of my extended family and i laughed i said well if, if i they said why are you doing that well if i won't who's going to right and so it's one of those things where you know working at your job, building to a business, and then having finances that you can help those around you is is awesome, and that's what we should be doing. 
Z, we're having a lot of uh, communists. Communists. From, I noticed, uh, North I noticed Korea. And, and they're, they're starting to, t- you know, recently Russia, which is not a communist country anymore, allegedly, they uh, just brought a submarine 30 miles off the coast of Boston. And you know why they did that, Z? They couldn't because get reception they, of the Thrive Times. Yeah, I was going to say, they, yeah, because they wanted to, they wanted to download our stuff. It's pretty I intense. They would take a nuclear submarine that was fully armed to do that. Um, but, you know, I understand. I mean, they want to well, get, get the times, signal. Desperate times call for desperate measures. And, you know, they need capitalism over there in the worst way. You know, they need they need the idea that, you know, whenever a regime's been in that, like like poor Cuba. I mean, I had a brother go down there on a missions trip, and he took actually my spot on the trip. And he was just saying the people down there just have so, they're just so suspicious. And they're just so, they're not thinking about what I can do to change, you know, to change my stars. They're thinking about how do I get a free handout? And that's because that's years of that being the policy surrounding them. So this concept of, you know, you can, that's what I love about the United States of America. We're not a caste system. We're not a, hey, if your dad was a, you know, cobbler, you're going to be a cobbler and your kids are going to be a cobbler and their kids are going to be a cobbler. cobbler. (laughs) I love cobblers. Apple cobbler is the best. No, uh, they make shoes (laughs) or a Thatcher, uh, you know, a roof repair person or whatever. You know, we, we don't, we're not stereotyped here. We're not, we're not pigeonholed in that. And, and that's more and more around the world. But the point is, is that you can do something about it. And this is the year to do it. Come to one of our in-person workshops. Our next one is uh, April 21st and 22nd. If you go to thrivetimeshow.com, you can learn all the information. And I will promise you this. We are definitely fans of it. We've invested time, energy, money into it. But just read the reviews. Just go to Thrive. You know, go to the just Google Thrive Time Show reviews, Thrive 15 conference reviews. Read the reviews, and you'll see at this two-day, 15-hour workshop, we're going to teach time management, sales, marketing, search engine optimization, leadership, personal finance. It's all taught here. You got to get out here. I'm telling you what, ThriveTimeShow.com. Now, I want to ask you this, Arthur. Um, you've obviously had a lot of success with Chick-fil-A, but there were some lean times where you were just getting going with the company. Yep. Can you talk to me about the roughest part of your journey into the Chick-fil-A game? Well, it was at the very beginning when I got with Chick-fil-A, and before Chick-fil-A was the name it is today. And I had to do it all. I mean, it was I would go out and work the register. I would go in the back and work in the kitchen. I'd be If the store needed to be cleaned and scrubbed, I would be doing it. I'd be doing payroll. I mean, we did whatever it took to get the job done. And if that meant I was there till 4 in the morning balancing the books – then that's what it took. And you were located in the Promenade Mall, is that correct? Or were you in the what, what mall? The Eastland Mall. Eastland Mall. Yeah, Promenade was the step up. So East, you were in the Eastland Mall, which if anybody's ever been to the Eastland Mall, there was like a what a Sears, a J.C. Penney, and then you, in that like yeah. in the in the bottom of the basement, right? I mean, yeah. it was like an empty mall. It, it was it was pretty empty. In fact, they installed a um, library in the mall, which you know, I mean, that's <laughs> just that just doesn't do any good. Keep it quiet, everybody. Welcome to the mall. So it, it was not a good move, but you had to grind and you had to provide for your family during that lean time. And you, you had to push yourself. And when we come back, what we're going to talk about is this next level of focus. It's F stands for focus, right? On, right? And then C, your core task. And then U, until until success. And we're going to talk about what that means. I mean, the level of pain you have to be able to put up with, the tolerance of pain you have to be able to put up with to become successful. Because, Z, once you burn the boats, once you burn the boats and you say, I'm all in it, the business has to work, this business has to succeed, things change. I don't think a lot of entrepreneurs know what that's like to fully commit. Well, you have to have the eye of the tiger. I mean, you have to have that focus of the tiger. Have you ever been to the zoo? You go to the tiger cage and when they look at you, like, oh, that's focus. Thrive Nation. Stay tuned. ThriveTimeShow.com. Check it out.
My name is Tyler Schultz with Witness Security from here in Tulsa. Well, I actually started listening to uh, Thrive on the radio, 1170, and uh, then I got my dad into uh, listening to the show. And then it actually turned into Clay gave us a call and uh, we started actually working with Clay on a weekly basis. He's helped us drastically when it comes to the SEO getting us high, a little bit higher in different markets. Uh, we then he offered the conference and just learned a lot when it comes to the sales and um, the employee side of things. It's going to help our business drastically. Oh, very um, intuitive, just uh, pulling you in to break down each part of your business. Uh, the interview process, the employee process, um, if employees not working out, you let them go. It's a drastic experience. You just have to come and check it out. I mean, there's so many things that they can help you with. Clay's a funny guy. Uh, he just wants to get into each and every uh, person's business and help you out. Oh, I know I've asked a couple of questions and he's uh, broken down that question and answered it uh, in several different ways. There, there are so many different things. The SEO, uh, first and foremost, he will help you get the, the more business coming in. And then once that is coming in, then he uh, helps you with the employee process of, uh, do I need to hire more people? Do I need, what, what do I need to put in place? And he gets you there. You hear of all the other different type conferences, and I, I myself have never been to one, but uh, the walking on coals and all that stuff, that just seems like a bunch of hype that isn't really needed. And I know of several people that have gone to those type conferences, and yet they haven't, because there's no action, actionable deals, you really don't have any moving forward steps. It's just hype, and it's not needed. Well, just the cost in in of itself versus $6,000 for one conference and no actionable steps versus $1,500 and there is actionable steps. Uh, you can't beat it. The heart is a blue. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back into the conversation. It is a beautiful day. It's a day that the Lord has made, and I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it because I'm going to tell you what, you could either focus on the positive or you could focus on the negative. And, and I'm telling you what, we all live in a world where there's, I mean, who, if you're listening right now and you have a, a family problem, you know, I mean, guess what? I'm with you. If you're listening right now and you have a financial problem, guess what? I've been there. If you're, if you're listening right now and you have any issues in life, guess what? You're, you're a normal human. That's what life is. But you've got to decide to look at the positive side of things and to push through whatever pain you're going through. And if you've ever started a business and you built that logo and you built that website and that menu and that pricing and that product and that service, and you are pumped. But then, Justin, you remember when you, you've been, when you opened up the elephant in the room, you got all the, all the, the your visions coming together. And then it's kind of that... And, you know, you have like two employees and they're going, hey, are we going to have any uh, customers? I mean, could you, could you kind of share how soul-sucking that feels when you have a business with no customers?
I, I don't know what that's like. I mean, <laughs> when, you first, when you first started, I mean, what was that like? Arthur, I mean, he's talking to you. I mean, you talking to me? I'm when you first started, I mean, I want to get no, your yeah. perspective. No, yeah. So you definitely have more more time in your hands when you're just managing managing two employees instead of eighty, you know. And um, but I, I try to stay so so active and so busy that that thought didn't get into the back of my mind. And so uh, if it's if it's cleaning and sweeping and mopping ten times a day, staying productive, you know, or just um, you know, telling the crew um, that the vision over and over and again. But realistically, you have to go back to your game plan. And I knew our game plan was getting guys in for the experience. And if it was cold calling, if it was the first visit for a dollar, and it was a matter of time until the customers were speaking about it, and so had multiple people we could afford on the phones making the calls. And then um, it, you just, it just comes to fruition. Z, for anybody out there listening who's had some uh, soul-sucking experiences trying to get their business off the ground, I'm going to give some fun facts to the listeners, and I would love it if you'd break them down here for me, okay? So here All we right. go. FedEx started in 1962 in the mind of the founder, right? And on July of 1975, they still had not made a profit yet. 13 years. They finally made a profit at the end of July of 1975, 13 years into the game. Z, what encouragement do you have for the Thrivers? Well, I'll tell you what, it's a long time to weather the storm. You've got to have a lot of capital behind you. In fact, if you're listening out there, um, I, I know some great sources of capital. One is Regent Bank. There's three branches. One's in Nowada. Yes, that's right. If you're listening from around the world, it's actually called Nowada. It's um, in northeast Oklahoma. Tulsa, of course, is the main branch, then Oklahoma City. So you've got to make sure you're well-funded if you're going to go that deep. And, and everybody thinks, you know, hey, I'm going to start a business, and it's going to happen overnight. It's overnight. going to go viral. Viral, bro. Everybody's just going to go nuts on it. And Huge. Da, da, da. But a lot of it's the grind. There's so many businesses that didn't make money for years, and, and the guys didn't lose their focus. Real entrepreneur does not lose their focus. How many people would have said after, you know, 13 years, I mean, after what year were they going, dude, dude, really? Dude, seriously? Dude, dude, dude. Dude, what no. are you thinking? Is dude. this going to work? Dude. Dude. Dude, really? And so the thing about it is is that you find out with um, entrepreneurs, you quit, give up is not in their vocabulary. Z, if, let's say a young man was walking into your lair, walking into your office, my study, and uh, you had invested some money in him, and uh, he says, I'm thinking about giving up. I'm thinking about quitting. I've, I've, things have been tough. I've started this FedEx business in 1962. It's 1975, and I'm thinking about quitting. I'm Amazon. I started in 1994, and it's 2003, and I haven't made a profit. I'm Amazon. I mean, I haven't made a profit in nine years. I'm thinking about quitting. What would you say to him? I would sit him. I'd walk up to him. I'd take him. He probably has a little tear coming out of his eye because he's sad, right? I'd take him. I'm just like in the just like in the show. My daughter's waiting. I'd grab him, and I'd pop him. Pop. I'd say, be a man. Be a man. I didn't raise you to be this way. We're gonna do. We're gonna fight through this. We're gonna make it happen. We got a great business, a great company. We got a great vision. Yeah, we're going through some hard times. We haven't made so much money, but you know what? We're gonna figure out a way to keep it afloat. We're gonna we're gonna push through because we we started this. Yeah. I'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse. Now, Z, I'm gonna ask you this here, okay? So let's say that uh, Ted Turner, because you know Ted Turner started his business yep. in 1970, and in 1980 he still had not produced. A profit. So imagine that guy walks into your office and says, you know, Ted walks in and says, it's been 10 years. I've been working so hard trying to build CNN, TBS, TNT, the whole deal. Trying to build, my name's Ted Turner. I'm trying to build this thing and I haven't made any money and I'm thinking about quitting. What would you say to, to Ted? I'd say, Ted, we can't do that. Let's go out buy a big ranch in Lake Montana and just get Buffalo, okay? You and me. <laughs> Let's go do that. Let's just 
go out in the wild and just, you know, run around with the buffaloes, you know, man. Hypothetically speaking, let's say you're talking to the founders of ESPN, the father and son team of oh, Bill yeah. Yeah. and Scott Rasmussen, who teamed up with Aetna Insurance to start an all-sports network in 1978. And on September 7th, 1979, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, the first sports center aired... And now they're coming to you in 1985, seven years later, and they still have not made a dollar of profit. What would you say to those two men? I'd say we need to go to Regent Bank and get get a line of credit. When you get some, when you get some money, that's a long time <laughs> to pay for all this. And you've got to have a great concept, and you've got to go out there and you've got to sell, sell, sell because you've got to have investors. You've got to be able to go out there and sell the sell the image, sell the vision, and and get people to buy onto it because. Unless you um, have a big silver spoon or a big trust fund backing you, it's tough to weather that long just sitting there, you know, not making money. I mean, then all of a sudden, pretty soon you're like, I've only got two kidneys. I can't sell another kidney. What, what other organ could they possibly want from me? I don't know. I see a lot of entrepreneurs that just they haven't slept in like two years, you know. They're, <laughs> they're sleeping three hours a night. You can just see the stress in their eyes and you yeah. say... Are you okay? And this is what they typically will say. I've got audio. I've talked to one entrepreneur recently, and he's having sort of a meltdown. This is the audio. I, I, the, see, I have the live. I, I felt kind of bad recording it, but I feel like the Thrivers should hear it. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> that's, a, uh, that's your favorite actor there. That's Adam Sandler. I'm going to punch him. Arthur, you're next to him punching. Someone punched him. Someone sorry. Okay, sorry. No. But no, but seriously, for an entrepreneur who's beside themselves, they've been struggling for a long time. Arthur, what feedback would you have? What encouragement would you have for them? You got to just keep going. I, I mean, think that's it. It's simple. I mean, just just keep going. I mean, there's story after story after story of, of guys who, who struggled to make it, but yet they did. You know, Bill Belichick, uh, we, he was able to come in. We were able to get him in the office, Z, so we were able to just mic him from afar at the Patriots when they were accepting their their world championship you know trophy there uh, we 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 felt like he wanted to give tips to the Thrivers so we put a microphone up in the air yeah. we waved it around like we just didn't care and this was the tip he would he had for all the Thrivers out there who are thinking about giving up. No days off. No days Z, Z, Z. There was just there was there was a million people in the in Boston. You kind of lose the ambiance of the of the Bostonians. Z. They're out there. They they took the day off of work. They took the week off of work. They took the month off of work to celebrate yet another Patriots Super Bowl. And Z, are you excited to know that Marshawn Lynch or maybe uh, you know Adrian Peterson may come join? I mean, you're a big OU guy. Adrian Peterson joining up with the Patriots. Z. That could be a match made in heaven for me. Oh my goodness! Oh, is that is that how how, how oh gosh is that really going to happen? Do you feel do you feel better or worse now that the porcelain prince has retired, Tony Romo? He's no longer going to be playing for the Dallas Cowboys. Are you excited that the, 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 our brittle boy has retired or no? I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm kind of figuring out. I mean, you know, uh, gosh, clipboard ride the bench for a few more years, make a few more mil. I guess it's going to go go up in the booth, right? So yeah, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. We miss Tony Romo. Tony Romo, I'm so. I miss you. I wish the Patriots could beat you again. Stay tuned. DriveTimeShow.com. This is my wife, Jensen uh, Watts. We have, she has a photography business that we're trying to get um, up and growing. So I, you know, listen to talk radio. I drive a lot for work. Um, and, you know, 
got tired of listening to the radio all the time, and I can't plug my phone into my truck. It's, it's too old. Um, and so, you know, one day the Thrive show was just in place of the talk show I normally listen to, um, and it was, you know, definitely more entertaining than most radio shows. Um, and so that's, you know, took about a week or two before I actually looked more into it. I think it's wonderful. It's, it's been great. It's a great environment. Um, I love the feel in here, and I really love how you know, entertaining uh, Clay can be as well. Um, yeah, I am so grateful to be here, and um, I've loved just learning everything. I'm, t I'm learning a lot about branding and how to market my business, because that's kind of where um, I've had a hard time is I can take pictures, I'm good at it, I have my prices and everything, but it's hard to get the clientele, so learning about the marketing has really helped me, and I can't wait to implement it into my own business after this, because it's been so great. We're so grateful to be here. I think yeah. I can go home and, like, I have it written out, the, the steps that I need to take and, and everything. It's very practical. Yeah, a big thing that's, that's helped me, um, you know, even without business stuff is just, know a, a mental attitude aspect they have that I can apply to my current job and current life I love it I am laughing a lot of the time and it's so entertaining and I I just love being here it's awesome I I really like the smaller class group um, so it is more of an interaction even if it isn't you know a constant raise my hand here's the question here's the answer um, it's just that kind of feel, just just a smaller. It's great. Yeah. They haven't tried to upsell us anything. It has all just been very knowledgeable, and they are just teaching you how to grow your business. So yeah. Clay's been very giving with his his time, um, his knowledge, his talents. Um, you know, at work. You know, when I was telling people about this, like, I hope you're not joining some get rich scheme. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> Even if it is, he's not going to charge me for it. So, yeah, I'd recommend it. Um, I mean, I would even love to come again. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back into the conversation. And if you've ever been distracted, if you've ever received more than 10 text messages in a day, more than 10 voicemails in a day, more than 10 emails in a day, more than 10 missed calls in a day, more than 10 pieces of mail in a day. The average American right now is receiving about 70 data points a day of interruptions. No matter what study you look at, the average American is just bombarded with distractions. Now, if you own a business like uh, Justin Moore here with Elephant in the Room, where you have over 80 employees working with you, uh, Arthur Greeno. Arthur, how many people work at the, at the two Chick-fil-A's at this point? I mean, is there is there 5,000? Is there 72? Is there 55? How many people work there? About 127. So you have 127 people working there at Chick-fil-A. Now, have you ever had a day where, you know, you got everything planned out, you know, you and your wife, your incredible wife, Noel, you have a weekend planned, you know, and you're going... This Saturday, we're going to go out to the lake. You're all packed. You've got your vehicle all loaded up with all the accoutrements. You have the chicken ready to go for the grilling. You have the charcoal. Everything is ready to go. You have the lighter. I mean, you've thought about it. You're ready to go. You have the marshmallows. And then an employee calls in sick or calls in dumb or calls in with some sort of personal issue. Has that ever happened to you? Yes. But fortunately, I got a great staff, so they take care of that stuff, and they kind of help me do what I need to do. But occasionally I do get those phone calls where I have to drop everything I'm doing and go running back to bail something out. Talk to me about the dark days when you didn't have a great team like you have now. How, how do you I mean, what, what kind of meltdowns would you have occasionally? 
Oh, it was it was pretty brutal. It, I mean, we we actually expected that any time my wife and I would go on a trip, we'd go to an annual seminar for Chick Fil A, and every time we went, something catastrophic would happen. Z, I want to ask you this: When you were first building Doctor Zellner and Associates, oh yeah, and it was you because you're Doctor Zellner, right? And it yeah. was somebody else because they were the associates. Yeah, plural. Yeah, uh, talk to me about uh, what, how, what kind of problems did you run into? And it's just you and you and one one other person, or you and just two other people. What kind of problems? Because I think more more thrivers are there. You know, more people are there in that struggling startup phase where they're trying to focus. Yeah, and they're dealing with all these fires. I mean, wh- what kind of problems did you deal with back in the day? Well, the, my problem was my first employee I had was not um, very. Uh, mm, how do you say it? She stole from me. Oh. And I'm in, ex- I'm in an exam room, and she's got no nobody watching. We didn't, you know, there weren't cameras back then. I mean, this was twenty, it was like twenty five, twenty twenty six years ago. Not a long time, but uh, yeah. So I would be back in the exam room, and everything was, you know, paper. And so, you know, she would just not write down something, and someone paying cash. And I mean, she was, she was helping herself to the teal, and I didn't have any, I didn't have anybody there to keep an eye on her. You know, I was in the exam room, and she knew when, once I walked in there, I mean, I was going to be in there for, you know, a little while, a while at least. And, and so then it was kind of like, um, when I found that out, that, so when I got more employees that actually helped, because they kind of keep each other accountable and hold each other. So that was one of the big problems I had starting off day one is just shrinkage, you know, just stuff walking out the door. See, when you opened up in 1955 there, Dr. Robert Zone and no, Associates, it was, it was an amazing time in American history. I mean, the Fonz would come in and he'd buy his glasses hey. that you that you hand carved out of wood. Hey. You, you melted your own glass to the make fonds. each to make the lenses. Is he what was the biggest challenge of making frames splinters, out of wood? Splinters. It was the biggest <laughs> challenge. You just get them all in your hand and then one gets infected, then I mean, it's just tough. You know, it's just tough. So you don't know whether if you wear gloves and you just you can't get the fine, you know, training done with the fine, fine, t- you know, because there's a little. No, I opened in 91. 91. Oh, 91. Z, yeah. you know what was going on in 91? Do you, do you remember 91, Z? Do you remember I, that? Yeah, I was actually alive and, and started my practice in 91. No, so. what? Give me one thing you remember from 1991, because I've got one thing I remember from 1991. You tell me what's one thing you remember specifically oh, from that year. I'm going to quiz you because I, I have I have something I remember from that year. I was clearly. Bo- I was born in 91. Oh, wow. Well, wow, Sam. Sam. So, there we so go. Well, there good, you go. Oof. Sam was born. I know one thing clearly that was born. Unless, unless you want me to Google. I know one thing that was born in 1991. Oh. Oh, Ice Ice Baby, baby. Come on. Hey, talk about the DJ challenge I threw out. Now, okay, here's the deal, Let's Thrivers. Some of the Thrivers out there have been asking themselves. They're saying, how can I get... Dr. Z to DJ my wedding because you've talked about it openly right there. You're disgruntled that I never approached you about DJing on the weekends. Oh yeah, back in the day, I, I, I didn't tell you, but I just figured you could read my mind or see it on my face, and you never did. You never asked me. Well, because I, I didn't have a great vision, I hadn't seen you yet as an optometrist. I couldn't really see what you were trying to tell me. You know what I mean? But Dr. Z wanted to become an honorary DJ. I never reached out to him, and here I'm building the DJ Connection Empire. And so Dr. Z has the new DJ challenge, which is this. Z, tell me if. I'm I'm getting something wrong here. All right, all right. If you're listening right now and you have a big party or a wedding or a bat mitzvah, a corporate extravaganza, and you want to take it to a meta level, you want to go above the normal party, you want to make it so good that people start crying, you can email us to info at thrive15.com. And if there's enough of a compelling reason when you email us, info at thrive15.com, Dr. Z will rent the finest equipment that djconnection.com has. He'll get the the, 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 the good stuff. Wait. And he will come out there, and he and I will DJ your event for free. Is this, is this what you're saying, Z? Is this yeah, what yeah we're going to choose one event. Um, info uh, info at thrive15.com. If you know somebody's getting married, you know someone's going to have a big party, or you know, you just know you know someone who needs some DJs, 
and you would like to have us come out, just give us uh, the most compelling letter. We're going to choose one, and I'm going to run. I'm going to keep this contest open for a little while, and then we'll um, get ready to get in the big uh, wedding season. I know, but there's birthdays. There's uh, other events out there that you'd, you'd like to have a DJ. And Clay and I will come out personally, and I wanted, I wanted that's on my bucket list, to DJ one event, and, and then we just do one event. So that's just it. So we do the most compelling, so, you know. We just dropped the mic. We get out there. Now, Dr. Z can break it down. He'll come out and teach line dances. He's interactive. <laughs> He's interactive. He'll teach the Soul Train line. He does oh, the whole deal. It's, oh. a, it's a game-changing uh, offer there. Oh, game-changing. Now, game Thrivers, changing. here's the deal. I want to make sure we're getting this, okay? The recap here. Focus. F stands for focus. O, on, okay? C, core tasks until success. Now, Z, this is the thing I want to get your feedback on. I want to get Justin's and Arthur's as we go through the speed round here. What does success look like for you, Z? What does success look like for you? What makes it all worth it? Well, success looks like for me, um, I may obviously have some, some dollar goals, but those dollar goals are based on things that I want to do. So when I can, you know, for me, it was a time thing because I worked so hard as a younger man that I really like sometimes in a day when I have not scheduled a whole lot and I just can sleep until I wake up and then I can do whatever it is. I wake up that day and I go, I wonder what I'm going to do today. And I, I really enjoy those days and treasure those days. And then also being able to help um, the people around me, my, my extended family and people that are less fortunate around the world. I really enjoy doing that. So, you know, I had some time freedoms that I've, I've hit and then I've had some financial uh, freedoms that I've hit. Now, Justin, what's your big goal, man? What's what success look like for you, dude? Uh, it's it's Doctor Z's life right there. I, I put a picture of him each morning. I wake up and and that's scary. Walk into this room. That's scary. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Uh, that's that's a little awkward, but okay, I, uh, it got got weird there. It but. got a little awkward. <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, so the finding uh, definitely you have the, the financial goals, but the, the freedom to do what you want to do on any given day, you know, and then um, to, the ability to, to, uh, to impact people, help people and help them get to where they want to go as, as well. Um, by helping other people, you'll figure the goals out yourself and um, you'll be able to help yourself as, as well. Can't all be about you. Now, now I want to ask you, Arthur Greeno, what does success look like for you, my friend? Well, what success looks like to me is... Uh, well, like Z said, I mean, there is, there's always going to be the financial part, but part of going along with that financial part is being able to, for me, being able to teach, inspire, and serve people, whether that's my employees or, or my kids. And it's also having the, the ability to be there. You know, my kids are younger. And so I want to make sure that, that at the end of my life, I'm not saying, uh, looking back and saying, I, I, I wish I worked more. You know, that's not what's going to happen. It's going to be I got to spend the time with my kids, my family, and help bring them up the way they need to be. You know, Phil Libin is the uh, CEO of Evernote. He started Evernote. And his uh, definition of success is my favorite. He says, the secret of happiness is minimizing the amount of time you spend with people you don't choose to be with. And I got to be honest, I love hanging out with uh, people that are positive, that are proactive, that want to uh, seize the day. And I, I just... Uh, don't enjoy spending time with people I don't want to be with. So I love spending time with my kids, my wife. That's what I enjoy. And so I, I, I don't care what your goals are, what my goals are, Thrivers. It's all about don't let society tell you that your goals are right or wrong. Define your own goals today. I don't care where you're at in life. Take a moment and write down your F6 goals, your goals for your faith, your family, your finances, your fitness, your friendship and fun, and make sure that you're headed on that course. And if you want to get there faster, we encourage you to come out to our next in-person Thrive Time Workshop. It's on, it's on April 21st 
in 22nd there at the beautiful River Walk here in beautiful Jinx, America, on the left coast of the Arkansas River. It is $500 for four tickets. You can buy $500 gets you a ticket for you and three other people. Check it out, thrivetimeshow.com. Now, Z, also we have one-on-one mentorship available for the Thri- for the Thrive Nation. It's really great because what will happen is sometimes you go, okay, I know what to do, but I don't have a, a team of ninja you know, business experts to do it with me. So we've now offered our team of ninja experts to you for a very nominal fee, and it's pretty awesome. Graphic designers, photographers, videographers, search engine optimizers for less money than it would cost you to hire one full-time employee, one barista. The third the third move is go to thrivetimeshow.com and download download the podcast. You can check them out. And the fourth is go to, Thrive, go to thrive15.com. That's thrive15.com, the world's best business school, and it's a dollar for $1. the first month. Also, get your hair cut in line. Fix that wig. Justin, if they want to fix their wig, where can they learn more? EITRLounge.com EITR Lounge It's Elephant in the Room Check it out $1 for your first haircut Check out Arthur's Big Event And as always 3, 2, 1 Boom Boom